3: The relationship gelled real well from the beginning
2: Uh, Since I got traded, he was in contact And then we started throwing together So it made the transition into games and uh, everything uh, easy Yeah, we could add another receiver They got some real talented ones Uh, I know uh, Marvin, so, no, That'd be a choice of mine But uh, any of those guys that uh, are the big names I've seen And uh, really like
3: Mully and Hall, Chicago Sports Radio, 6 7 of the score. That is the voice of DJ Moore, and um, he doesn't quite understand why the Bears would change quarterbacks. And he's been consistent in saying that all along. And, and I don't know if you heard yesterday, there was a, you know, I, I, Field Yates and, uh, and, uh, and Mel Kuiper had this conversation. The players will be
4: saying, wait, 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 we were cool with Justin. We supported Justin. We thought Justin had a really bright future. If you trade him, you're going to have to deal with the potential wrath of the locker room and the initial blowback. But also, if it doesn't work out, Bill, the locker room will be very... Well, we're adding to that locker room with Marvin Harrison Jr. And that's what we're doing doing here by moving... If we draft Caleb, we don't get Marvin. We don't get Odunze. We don't probably get neighbors. We don't get any of the top three receivers at nine. OK, more than likely nine's not going to get you one of those guys. Yeah. So we have D.J. Moore. We need another receiver. Now we got Justin getting the big timer and we're getting next another first. All right. And we're getting a second round pick. So yeah. we're getting things going here by making that trade for Justin to get the help he needs. We draft Caleb. We don't get that receiver at nine. All right. So that's the discussion here. If you believe Justin Fields can get to that Lamar Josh level, if you believe that, how old is is Justin Fields? He's in his th- fourth year now? So like, uh, i be twenty five. Yeah, I mean he's young quarterback. Yep. Young quarterback. And Their quarterbacks coming into the draft as a rookie. They're twenty four years of age.
3: Yeah, I, I mean that's all. That's all just nonsense to me. You, you know what, David? You know what happens if you draft a new quarterback? You get over it. That yeah. There, there's no revolt coming in the locker room. What? They don't have enough. They don't have enough gravitas as individual players to lead a revolt in the locker room, okay? it's a young team. You know what happens when you change quarterbacks? You get over it. That's what happens. And if you don't, then you're not going to be there very long.
5: DJ Moore is a, a great teammate, and during the season, he stuck up for Justin Fields yes. many times. That's not necessarily new. But I think when you hear things like, the wrath of the locker room, it's totally overstated. Nonsense. And it it speaks to last year's environment applied to next year's chemistry. When you draft the number one quarterback overall, you are essentially telling everybody in your franchise they now work for him. And that's the truth. If you draft Caleb Williams number one, he becomes the de facto CEO of the Bears organization. And people will fall in line. Not that they necessarily have to, you know, abandon all kinds of. Uh, they, they don't have to. They don't have to necessarily like it, but they have to adjust and adapt. No doubt about it. And they will. They definitely will. Once they see why they drafted him number one overall, and DJ Moore sees that the ball is where it needs to be when it needs to get there. That's an easy way to adjust and adapt. It makes it much easier when the player backs up all the hype. The other thing about it is, and this can't just go unnoticed, Mel Kuyper there said that if the Bears can get Justin Fields to play at a Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson level, they could definitely bring him back and win that way. You think? What has led you to believe over the last three seasons that that's – Going to happen next year, right. or the year after that. This is not a small sample size. Right. This is a conclusion reached after three seasons of Justin Fields. Now there haven't been everything. There ha- obviously the Bears bear responsibility for limiting his development and growth, but it's not all on them. And to see Justin Fields blossom into Josh Allen or Lamar Jackson, I don't know if that's a leap I'm
3: ready to make it's a quantum leap of faith. Yeah, I I I got to tell you. I just think that that a lot of this noise that we're hearing has very little to do with uh with what goes on in terms of building football teams up. And I you know, I do understand the idea. Well, you know, if you make two trades and you keep trading down and you get to the oh, you're going to wind up with everything you could ever want. I, I mean, I understand all that. I understand the thinking of it. And, you know, you pick first and you pick ninth and then you pick 73rd. But presumably, if you are taking a quarterback with the first pick, then you're trading a quarterback and picking up a second. and maybe picking up another later round pick. I, 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 I just have a hard time Kind of sitting here looking at this as if there's only one way to do it. There are a lot. Of there are options. a lot of ways to do that. You got to weigh all of it, it and you got to consider exactly what you know, where you're at, and what you need, and how you want to go about this.
5: Every time you see one of these mock draft proposals that suggest the Bears should trade out of that position, I know right. Dustin's in favor of that. Every time you see a proposed haul, whether it's the Raiders, including. Max Crosby or the Giants, including Thibodeau, or all the things that include a collection of picks and a player, right? Molly, ask yourself this. Would the Texans give up CJ Stroud for that?
3: Mm-hmm.
5: Would the Bengals give up Joe Burrow for that? Right. Would any team that believes and has benefited from drafting a franchise quarterback trade him for the hall? And the answer would be a resounding no. No, no, no. And that's what I think the Bears are going to conclude. And I don't think Ryan Poles is going to entertain many of those trade offers that seriously. I respect Peter King. I do. Everyone in the business does for all that he has done for as long as he has done it. But the fact that he suggested that the Bears are ready to trade that I think is pure speculation.
3: I think there's a lot of pure speculation going on. And I think there's going to be a lot more. And I don't believe we're going to have a ton of clarity until... They get. And and didn't Ryan Pohl say that this time he has to hang on to the pick? He can't he can't go early on a trade. He's going to try to. He suggested that. He, he but, said something along those lines. And, you know, he owes it to himself to make sure that he's carrying this down toward the end. He does,
5: but it's different this year than last year, isn't it? Because if you're trading Justin Fields, don't you think the best deal will come by a team who wants to get that done before the league year begins, and before free agency begins, so oh, they I, fill I one mean, of those seats at the table.
3: Yeah, listen, he, if he's trading Justin Fields, which he probably is, then you need to start cutting that deal now.
5: Sooner rather than later.
3: Because, what is it, March 14th, whatever. they got to make a decision on the uh, on the fifth year of that contract, and that is $22 million uh, that they would have to make a decision regarding he's scheduled to make $6 million next year. Are you going to are you going to pick up that fifth year um is he easier or harder to trade if there's a year beyond that mm-hmm. in his deal? I, you know, I think that again, the bears have nothing but money and they can do whatever they want to do. A lot of money. But I'm ter- I'm talking about if you want to maximize what you're going to get back
5: the assets. That. Yeah. That's it. while we're airing grievances. Yes, please. Can we hear what Colin Coward had to say about his misperception and misunderstanding of the Chicago media. He paints with quite a broad brush, and this is what he had to say.
0: Chicago media, their opinion of him is just not reality. Everybody else sees it. The Chicago media all season long tried to uh, defend him, uh, elevate him, uh, protect him, promote him. Maybe they're watching Ohio State film. But if you look at his second half stats in his career, third and fourth quarter, so this is when you're off script. Now it's up to you. No more script, it's up to you. Three years, his career, second half stats, 77 passer rating, 58% career completion percentage. You know what that is? The guy I keep comparing him to, Zach Wilson. But New York media never defends Zach Wilson. They call it as they see it, as they should. I respect that. Chicago media, This guy deserves another year. He is, in the second half, Zach Wilson. Highlight tape moves pretty well. Good arm. Not efficient. Not accurate. Off script. Very limited. The New York media calls it the truth. The Chicago media has been protecting him and buying into this, we really like him. Stop it. Come on. You're not hoisting a trophy. Caleb Williams is way, way, Drake May. If there was no Caleb Williams, Drake May's too talented to pass on, in my opinion. But the bones are in the work, according to Albert Breer, as they should be. I don't have a problem with him getting an offensive culture somewhere in the league. I don't have a problem with him getting a really good offensive coordinator wherever it is. But the Chicago thing, stop trying to tell me something that's not there. Efficiency late in games and in the second half off script. He's Zach Wilson. That's what he is. The numbers don't lie. Call from mom. Answer it.
3: Um, yeah, I I mean, I, I guess he may feel that um, that there have been uh, too many protective comments about Justin Fields from the local media. I don't, I don't agree with that. I think it's, I think it's you know, it's Justin Fields so is the quarterback read. of the Bears. Yeah. We've talked about this is such an important year for him. He came back from the injury, and he played better at the end of the year. Ultimately, you know, going up to Green Bay and losing in that game probably sealed a lot of uh, of the the sort of feelings that people had about him. I don't I don't know that there's been this wild protection of the quarterback at every turn. I, think, I don't
5: think we're going to be able yeah. to be in a position to agree with that because no. we've been consistent since the yes. season that yes. this was going to happen. This is what the Bears need to do, and you can't pass up on a chance to take a quarterback that as far back as during yeah. the season was evaluated as one of the best coming out in over a decade. I, I That's what I think the problem is when you have out-of-town national media types who are polarizing and generalize and do a lot of things that aren't necessarily accurate. They paint with a broad brush, and you just don't like being lumped in with the people that sometimes have been you know, looking the other way or fi- convincing themselves that Justin Fields is capable of doing things that he hasn't yet proven. I think that's the problem with that as well as I think it's unfair to Justin Fields to just label him Zach Wilson. There are a lot of limitations in his game. He's not Zach Wilson. no he's a guy that is capable of winning uh being a winning quarterback in the NFL. Zach Wilson hasn't proven that no and no. I think that's just a lazy comparison on top of another lazy observation and it's disappointing. From someone who I think is easy to respect in Colin Coward, but he's off the mark here.
3: 312 644 67 Let's start with Paul. He's on the south side. Hey, Paul. Good morning. Hey,
5: guys. How y'all feeling, man? Yeah. I just had to chime in on this Caleb I've been watching the tape, and I watched a guy on YouTube who compared Caleb to Justin. I didn't know Caleb um, was playing against, like, the worst pass defenses and all the games, where he was playing so good. Then when he played to the level of competition, he lost all of those games. He can't see over the offensive line. I mean, it's just so much that I see that's just wrong. I'm not um,
2: backing up on um, Justin or anything like that, but I don't think Caleb is the guy, man. There's too many red flags that I see. And like I said, he can't see over the offensive line.
5: And we don't have good coaching here in Chicago. I look at Green Bay; they get superior coaching, and it's it showed in that game with the Bears against Green Bay. And I just want to hang up and listen to you guys. Well, I just don't know what you're basing that on. I, I think you can see and pick out games from every quarterback in college football, and there are going to be times when they struggle. Caleb Williams; his height could be a concern. What will he measure this week? Will that be a deal that? is for to some people a deal breaker will that be information that they just can't live with I I think you could find all kinds of reasons not to do it or you could talk yourself into the idea that this guy is definitely the best quarterback that people have seen on tape in a very long time and go with that I'm not quite sure what you're basing this on when you say that you know you're, you're out on him and he's a he's a bust I I think that's um I just don't know where it's all coming from from people
3: yeah i i i think um i I think it's super strange um that this is the process this is the draft process you know you you get this opportunity and then you look at it and it's supposed to be this guy, and then you start picking them apart and you start tearing them down, and then it it depends on whether or not you fall back in love with them at the end of the process but that this is part of what you do it, it, what what you're talking about well I looked at the tape and oh he's he's not doing this or this or this that's just sort of the way you go about assessing these guys and I, and I think that far too often there are players that are just created players you know and and um, Zach Wilson is one of those where there was never really a basis for for him to be taken as high as he was. And it was, you just start trying to create a guy because you're so desperately in need. That'll happen this week of someone that'll happen. That'll happen this week. That'll happen. The beginning of that process.
5: Yeah. Because pro days are, are those things that are overstated and inflated importance. I think the combine itself is one of those situations where you have a week long exercise of evaluating things that really aren't football type evaluation.